Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about hemophilia. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash hemophilia or in the hematology section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Hemophilia A and Hemophilia B are severe inherited bleeding disorders. Hemophilia A is caused by deficiency of factor 8. Hemophilia B, which is also known as Christmas disease, is caused by a deficiency in factor 9. Let's talk about X-linked recessive genetic inheritance. Hemophilia A and Hemophilia B are both X-linked recessive diseases. All X chromosomes need to have the abnormal gene for the patient to have haemophilia. Males only have one X chromosome and require only one abnormal copy for them to have the disease. Females have two X chromosomes, so when one copy is affected, they are asymptomatic carriers of the gene because they still have the other normal X chromosome. Therefore, haemophilia A and haemophilia B primarily affect males. For a female to be affected, they would have to inherit two abnormal X chromosomes. Therefore, they would require an affected father and a mother who is either a carrier or affected herself. Let's talk about the features. Both haemophilia A and B are severe bleeding disorders. Patients can bleed excessively in response to minor trauma and they're at risk of spontaneous bleeding without any trauma. Most cases present in neonates or early childhood. It presents with intracranial hemorrhage, hematomas, and cord bleeding in neonates. Spontaneous bleeding into joints, which is called hemarthrosis, such as the ankle, knee, or elbow, can lead to joint damage and deformity. Bleeding into the muscles can cause compartment syndrome. Other areas of bleeding include the oral mucosa or bleeding gums, nosebleeds or epistaxis, gastrointestinal bleeding, for example bleeding in the stomach, urinary tract bleeding causing hematuria or blood in the urine, intracranial hemorrhage or bleeding that can affect the brain, and bleeding from surgical wounds. So how is it diagnosed? Diagnosis is based on bleeding scores, coagulation factor assays, checking the levels of the coagulation factors, and genetic testing. Finally, let's talk about management. The affected clotting factors, 8 in haemophilia A and 9 in haemophilia B, can be given by intravenous infusion either regularly or in response to bleeding. A complication of this treatment is the formation of antibodies called inhibitors against the treatment, resulting in it becoming ineffective. So thanks for listening to this episode on haemophilia. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about deep vein thrombosis and venous thromboembolism.